everybody, this is Nia from Sydney and you're listening to the In Pursuit podcast, the show that helps the wannabe PhDs to find a career that takes you places. So we talk about finding our PhD abroad, insider PhD advice and insights and non-academic careers after PhD. So let's find the place where your talent meets the world's needs. Welcome back to the show. All right. So today I wanted to answer one of the common questions I get asked. People, I mean, sometimes my friends reach out to me and tell me that, you know, I've got a PhD in X and I'm looking for opportunities outside academia. And sometimes they even go and talk about their dissertation and they ask me, what kinds of jobs should I be aiming at? Or simply put, where should I start? So you might have asked similar questions yourself and I get it. I've been there. Unfortunately, no random person on the internet can tell you what job is right for you, right? And not even me. So I would say the short answer to your question is start with you instead of your degree or discipline. And if you've already decided to move away from research, I would advise you not to hung up too much on your PhD thesis. Okay. So today I just want to talk. So it's this is going to be a long topic and, you know, I might be doing a lot of episodes on this. So for starters, I want to focus on main three things in this episode. So where should I start? So the first thing is be realistic. What do I mean by that? So first things first, you need to understand that when you're moving out from research into an industry, Please don't assume that you're going to get a job right away, okay? Because that's not going to happen. And I'm assuming that you are starting out from scratch. So that means you haven't prepared your industry resume. You haven't reached out to any contacts or anything like that. So you might be in your second year or maybe in your final year and you have decided that postdoc or an academia a career in academia is not something for you and that's where you are thinking about moving into industry okay so a realistic timeline i would say should be at least 3 to 6 months sometimes it could take longer so don't worry you have completed a phd for sure you can find a job in industry trust me all you need right now is believe in yourself as long as you're ready to work hard for it for sure you're going to land an amazing job and you're listening to someone who has done that so if i have done it for sure you can do it too and i also want to talk something on the timeline so this is one mistake i did and i really wish you learn from mine <laughs> so that you don't do the same mistake um so when i look at my phd timeline so i wanted a job badly and my thesis was half done so it was my third year of my phd and i was so sure that i didn't want to look into any research options or you know i just hated <laughs> i just know whether i can say that but that's the truth and i was in the third year and i think i focused more on my job application rather than writing my thesis because poor nia that's me <laughs> he thought that she would be able to handle writing a thesis and working a full time job well i was totally wrong i took the offer because it was a contract position at bd and i didn't want to lose it but 
truth be told, I was in constant stress. So when I was working, I was thinking of writing my thesis and vice versa. So not a good idea. Okay. So please finish your thesis. Give it to your supervisor, at least your first or second uh, draft or at least your first draft. Okay. And when I say first draft, that includes, yes, your discussion as well. If you're writing a traditional um, thesis, give it to your supervisor for feedback and then do the job search. So you have to plan your timeline accordingly. So that's my first point. Be realistic. And the next thing is preparing your industry resume. Well, I think you might probably know by now that an academic resume is completely different from your industry resume. Is you know, in your academic resume, you would highlight your publications and all those things, which is not relevant in an industry resume. So because you are starting out, what I would recommend is to create a master resume. So just like the word says, it's, it's a master resume because you will have to tailor your resume according to the job description and title. And I'll talk more on just resumes in the future episodes as well. And where, how can I find um, an industry resume? You can always Google for ideas. And if you have any industry contacts on LinkedIn, you know, I think most of the people would be happy to help you out. So you can request their resumes, whatever works for you. Well, that's my second thing. Now, the third part, what are my options? Well, that's a really broad topic, right? There are so many options, but I wanted to start out by saying, you know, when I was thinking about uh, this episode, I thought of one of my friends. So, she used to ask me about my salary every time I change a role. <laughs> Fair enough. So clearly getting a high salary or giving more importance to salary is one of the most important things that person is looking from a job. So I think at the end of the day, you might have different goals when you start looking for a job in industry. Sometimes, you know, for sure. I mean, I wanted to get paid more and also I didn't like research. So there was, I think that was motivation enough for me to start looking out for an industry job. And sometimes you might be someone who need to diversify your skills or simply put, you know, just like me, you're just tired of doing one experiment after the other. And I hated it. <laughs> and that's why I stayed away from R&D position. So I didn't, I, I think I applied um, a, a, a few positions, but you know, that was a backup plan for me. If the others doesn't work out, maybe an R&D position just to get my foot in the door. And there are people who wants the perfect job for them. As they say, perfect is indeed the enemy of good. So nothing is ever perfect. Perfect doesn't exist. So especially when you change your careers, what I advise is aim for good, the next best thing, and you'll be fine. And you'll have to learn different things in industry and it is going to be a steep learning curve. I'm still learning on the job. I started my tertiary manager position uh, three months ago, and I still don't know <laughs> um, so many things about my job, which I'm learning. That's okay because, you know, you are in a different role. You don't know the specifics and you learn along the way. So again, coming back to the options, you can have plenty of options. You can start out as an application specialist like me. 
it is a very cool position. I don't want to go into details because I've already talked about application specialist in length in one of my previous episodes. So if you want to learn more about that, please listen to that. Well, you can also work as an R&D position in industry. That is also one of the easiest role, I guess, because, you know, you already have the technical skills that they are looking for. And again, if you don't like me, you can have it as a backup option if nothing else work out. You can work in clinical trials. That's also one of the common route PhDs choose. Maybe you can start out as a clinical trial assistant or sometimes you can directly become a clinical research assistant. So I think um, when, when it comes to salary, the clinical trial assistant position might not be paid really well. But of course, when, with experience, you can become a CRA and uh, it's a really sought after position. Then you can work as an account manager like me, a tertiary manager, if you're interested in sales. So I'll talk more on the future episodes on different kinds of roles and what you can look into. And again, there are different roles in the um, quality control positions, regulatory positions, and in medical and technical writing, if you are someone who is interested in writing and those kind of roles. So, well, I think that's a wrap for today's episode. So the first thing, first, you have to be realistic on the timeline. Please give yourself at least three to six months because it is going to take time. Then start drafting your CV once you have a timeline in your mind and always make sure to finish your thesis, uh, give, it, give, the, uh, give it to your supervisors for feedback and then focus more on your job. And meanwhile, you can always explore options. I started exploring options well, I think maybe in my second year, early second year, because, you know, I, I knew that I'm not going to do a postdoc by then. <laughs> so you can always start exploring options. Again, I'll talk more on that in the next episodes. So that's all for today. So I'll talk to you soon. Bye.